0: This is producer Michael Miracle. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. Be sure to check out our website at iworkforhim.com. That's iwork4him.com for all of our past shows and podcasts, plus Jim's blogs, reading recommendations, and tons of great I Work For Him resources. All available at iworkforhim.com. And now, today's broadcast. Welcome to I Work For Him as Martha and I greet you without our guests. they The flu, which is spanning the country at 40 to 50 percent of some cities across our country has impacted our guests today Ari Ari, and Becky Hausch have postponed for a couple of weeks so you get Martha and I and we've got a special guest who will be joining us about halfway through we found a local contractor who has a story that we want you guys to hear but so Martha, we
1: really want to encourage people to stay do. healthy
0: yes if you're sick stay it's- home If your kids are sick, have them stay home. Let's stop the influx of the flu. We are very nervous about going on our marriage retreat cruise in two weeks. (laughs) We need to be healthy. Do your best. Don't touch people if you're sick. Don't sneeze on them. And yes, and if you're unhealthy, please get some rest. We feel bad that you're sick. (laughs) But for our family up north, as we suffer here in Tampa Bay with highs in the mid-80s, they're finally getting a decent snowstorm in Minneapolis-St. Paul, where we come from. We also would just like to say, hats off to you. I'm jealous. Rather be there playing in the snow. Not how, that I w-
1: how many school districts did you say have a snow 165 day?
0: hundred and sixty-five school districts in Greater Minnesota are have closed today because of the snowstorm.
1: And apparently, businesses are closing too. So we're thinking of you as we're looking out at the pool and the the, <laughs> the beautiful blue water.
0: <laughs> and for those of you from Minnesota who are also just a little bitter and angry
1: more sad and depressed
0: just know that i went through that in 1998 virtually 20 years ago for the exact same problem the vikings losing in the nfc championship i'm not bitter but i did say i told you so we and love you that's right we love you but i did i told you so all right let's talk about real important things martha because every day and i work for him we try to help our guests our listeners as well as us Connect what we hear on Sunday with what we do in our 9 to 5. Like yesterday, our sermon was about love, the third in a series on love. We've been going to a a local church plant here in Seminole, Florida, and it was the third in a series on love. And and really, if there's one thing that makes a remarkable difference in the workplace, it's that genuine love of people, unconditional love. It really transforms people.
1: It does. And um, so really being challenged to, you know, be real at work Um, and, and care. Those are things that we talk about actually in the, I work for him nation covenant that I think we're going to talk about in a little bit.
0: We are going to talk about the, I work for him, I work for him nation covenant today, but I want to make sure we invite people to check us out on our social media and our website.
1: Yeah. So I really would, I would say our website is the most important place to go because there they can. And here
0: I thought Facebook ruled the world.
1: Well, there's a link to Facebook from there, so that's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. So, you know, the handy website has links to Twitter and Facebook. You can go there and like us and follow us and, and things like that. But I love the fact that on our website, people can subscribe to your weekly blog they are, where they can get five links of the shows from the previous week. All right, the past, it past five shows. help them yep. to be able to listen to it and um, enjoy Uh, anything that they may have missed on days where they weren't able to listen live. And um, so we just hope you check it out. You can see where our listening options are growing and hopefully um, people will... You know, subscribe to some podcasts because that's a great way to stay connected.
0: Yeah, it really is a great way to stay connected. And we love, you know, we know that you can't catch the show every day, yeah. but you can get the podcast and they're out there. Every one of the shows, minus, I think we've we've lost six in, in, out of 956. So there's <laughs> 950 podcasts out there and we've talked to some amazing people across the country and around the world who've shared stories, things that, um, oh. that are just, people are making a difference difference. All right, so, but you read a devotional this weekend that we wanted to kind of start off the show with today.
1: Yeah, so uh, anybody who's ever heard your testimony testimony knows that Oz Hillman is a big part of it, and he has a daily email that he sends out, actually several versions, several volumes of it, um, because it's been going for so many years, but it's called Today God is First, and this is one of the first places where you learned the inspiration of the Bible, scripture, connecting it to your workplace.
0: Absolutely, it was it was an amazing transformational experience for me. Two thousand and six, when I first got the Oz Hillman emails, T TG, J T G I F. What's the website where you can get those? Marketplaceleaders.org, right?
1: Uh, yeah, that's I'm sure. Or they can Google today, God is First, I can't talk. I don't know what it is. Maybe I ate too much lunch. Today, God is First by Oz Hillman, and then they should be able to
0: find it. All right. So tell us about this. What what was it? Tell us about this devotional that you read.
1: So this really resonated with the fact that um, our I Work for Him Nation Covenant, we talk about working with excellence. And this particular devotional, which was on January 20th, is The Skillful Worker. And he quotes several scriptures, and I'm going to read them throughout, but the fact that he talks about the fact that um, we have been called to excellence in what we do, and God uses us as workers within the kingdom to show the skills and the, um, the excellence that he's given us, that he has gifted us with. So he talks about when the Lord talks to Moses and he says, see, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the spirit of God, with skill, ability, and knowledge in all kinds of crafts, to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stone, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of craftsmanship. And that was from Exodus 31, the beginning of the chapter. And then he just goes on to talk about, you often talk about Huram, who was the master craftsman, that Solomon used to work in the temple, and it says he was a true master craftsman. Again, God gave him those skills.
0: Basilel is the one that I like, Th- that name. Is that the I, one? Yeah, I like the Because I can't ever name? pronounce it. Basil right. Hey, it's todaygodisfirst.com. Todaygodisfirst.com. Awesome. If you are just new to the Faith and Work Movement, check out this get these daily devotionals todaygodisfirst.com
1: for sure so then um in the devotional he goes on you know joseph was an excellent administrator daniel served the king with great skill and integrity and you know there's people throughout the bible that god gives us as examples yet so many people equate um, christian workers with subpar um quality and he used an example where somebody had created um, a product and somebody said, wow, I can't believe that that's a Christian product because it's beautiful. And he, he said how sad that was that somebody equated, you know, a Christian ministry. Um, it was a publication with that it should be poor quality, that they wouldn't put full excellence in it so he was using examples telling us there's great people of the of the scripture that God tells us he gifted these people to do their work well and with excellence and so we need to look at our own lives and the things that God's gifted us to do and say what are we are we striving for excellence in all that we do
0: well I think what we want you know well, excellence looks different for everybody depending on what their position is i mean some for some people uh you know uh, that maybe they're linemen you know and they're and they're running lines down the street or under the ground what does excellence look like in his or her work um you know having straight <laughs> Never lines getting elected. that's right that that part um uh, maybe what's excellence look like for a tire repair guy or what does excellence look like for um uh you know, what does excellence look like for hey we are our, our Our daughter in Minnesota just said they're listening, so hello to Sarah, Allie, and Jonathan. We're glad to have you guys listening. Those are our grandkids, Allie and Jonathan, and they're they're having a snow day, first snow day. Happy snow day. day. Happy snow day, first snow day in a really long time. Glad to have you guys listening in. Um, Okay, so what does excellence look like? I think that's really important for for a stay-at-home mom. The hardest job ever, Mm -hmm. next to being a single mom, the stay-at-home mom, tough job, being home with little kids all day long. What does excellence look like? You know, it, it... I mean, that's, how do we, how do we draw a picture for that? Because excellence, you know, wh- the way I describe it as part of the I work for a nation is that you should be the best in your position in your, in your business.
1: Yeah. And I really don't think it's necessarily, it's, it's, we have to have caution that we're not trying to just compare ourselves with other people but to do the very best that god calls us to be for instance as a mom it's really easy to compare yourself to pinterest or facebook and say i'm not i'm not living up to that but what has God called you to do in your home? And that's what you need to focus on. Be excellent at discipling your children. Be excellent at caring for your family, nutrition, and health needs, and um, care of the home, and things like that.
0: Or, as they said in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, be excellent to each other. And party on, dude, that's what they said. A little side trip today, just to talk about a couple of things that are really at at, at our heart. You know, one of the things that we say every, Every week or every day is that we're trying to help you connect what you hear on Sunday with what you do in your nine to five, whatever that nine to five is. Whether your nine to five is really nine to five, which nobody most people,
1: works nine. to five. Nobody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you have a nine to five job, you should be praising God all the way to or work and all the way home from work. It. Yeah, tell us what that really looks like. Um, but what, what, you know that nine to five could be an eleven to seven or a seven to three thirty. Or it could be any number of things. Whatever that looks like we just know that the Lord is calling us to a to a higher standard as Christ followers in our workplace. And, that, and that's really why I developed, really the Lord developed on my heart, the I work for him nation challenge.
1: Yeah, that's right. So um, I remember when you started developing this and you're like, I think God says we should have a flag and it should be something that people can make a commitment. This isn't like join a membership. This isn't Everybody who comes to our website commits to this. This is a serious um, yet fulfilling idea to help people just connect this whole concept that the people around them, they have influence over. And what are they doing about that?
0: And so we're just going to go through the points of the I Work For Him Nation. Now, anytime you go out to our website, IWorkForHim.com, that's IWork, the number four, Him.com, the flag, the nation flag pops up. And it says, join the nation And A lot of people are thinking, well, what's this going to cost me? Let me just tell you, it's going to cost you your whole life. Because that's really what following Jesus is all about. But you're not writing a check. Although, let me just put on the side, if you'd like to write a check to I Work For Him, absolutely, we'll take it. We will put it to good use. But that's not what this is about. The I Work For Him nation is about you committing your life to transform the workplace that you're in.
1: And I'm encouraged to say four people joined just over the weekend. Yeah,
0: from all over the country.
1: Yes, Texas, Florida, uh, I don't Arizona. Remember. Arizona, and one
0: in, of Indian their... Rocks Beach, Florida. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, North Dakota.
0: North Dakota, eh?
1: Hey, they must have been stuck inside.
0: Yeah, for sure. in North Dakota, we like the North Dakota people. You bet you.
1: For sure. We love them, North Arizona. Dakotans. You
0: bet. It's a great. And
1: Orlando, Florida.
0: Yes, Orlando and Indian Rocks Beach, Florida. In Indian Rocks Somebody Beach. that you actually, that's fantastic. All right, so here's the steps. For people that join the I Work For Nation, we're asking you, first of all, number one, to start praying for your coworkers, your employees, the people that you work alongside each and every day by name. It is absolutely paramount. If you want your workplace to be a different place, if you want to be a different person in your workplace, you may work around five or ten people. Start praying for them by name and in conversations with them, find out the name of their spouses if they're married, find out the name of their children if they have them and start praying for them each and every day. And then down the road, when you notice you're having a rough day, ask if you can, well, really down the road, when you're having a great conversation with them, just say, hey, you know, I've been praying for you. Is there anything specific I could pray about for you? And then on that day, they walk into the office and you notice that they're just a little bit down. Say, hey, what's going on? Then you be quick to listen and slow to speak. And when they share something with you that may be heartfelt, just say, hey, can I pray with you right now? Just Mm -hmm. really quick. That's what starts to transform an office because the power of God is unleashed in your heart and their heart as you pray. So that's the first thing. Pray for people. Now, the caring part. So we we go prayer, care, share, work, and disciple. So the care part. Find a way to serve the people that you work alongside. If you want to jump in here anytime, baby, you can. I
1: was going to try and ask you a question. Ask me uh, a question.
0: What does that mean? look like, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I was thinking I needed to. Okay. No,
1: I just needed to interject something.
0: Okay. All right. So find a way to serve. You know, we all have a calling within our workplace that demands us to do a certain level of things. Look for ways to serve the people that you work alongside over and above what you're being paid to do
1: wait like you mean if you empty the coffee pot start a new pot of coffee even if
0: it's not your job
1: yeah that's what i mean like or if, caring for everybody else
0: yeah all right so look for ways to 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 serve people then look for ways to befriend people outside of the office now Yes, you're going to develop a certain level of relationships in the office, but true relationships are built outside of the office, outside of work hours, when you can be relaxed.
1: You know, it makes me think of we have always, as long as we have been self-employed in one fashion or another, or been in charge of a group of people, we have hosted a Christmas dinner in our home, and I feel like one of the highlights no- of every year greater way to serve the people around you whether they're your um reports or not but just to be able to serve them literally serving them a meal serving them with time and um enjoyment and entertainment and conversation and fellowship what a great way to get to know people we that has always been a highlight for
0: us absolutely so but in order to really gain the, re- the depth of relationship that you need in order to share what Christ has done in your life, you need to create a platform that e- enables you to do that, which is friendship, mm-hmm. where they know that you love and care for them and not just because you work with them. And that's what doing stuff with them outside of the workplace. Now, sure. if you're a single lady, doing that with a single man outside of the workplace not what I'm talking about, or a mar-
1: or, a mar- or, anyway. or
0: right. If you're a female and you're just reaching out to the men, no, does No, yeah. we're talking healthy stuff here. This is not a what you're giving. You got the furrowed brow. Oh
1: well, no. I was just thinking about the rest of what you were going to say, and thinking just about that um, it can be in a group setting or. Well, that's what we're talking know. about. Yes,
0: yeah. Well, yes. You don't want to
1: ignore those people. No, if
0: it's one on one, it should be female to female male to male Yep. if it if it's going to be a group setting everybody can be involved i mean it's just lots of different ways to 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 befriend people outside of the workplace
1: i just got of a, a note a notice on facebook last week we were at um, betcha can escape and it was it's the escape room up in north tampa that our friend jason glanton and all of the oh five one, guys Rode, that's right the five guys all own together and operate and one of our listeners was just there with his team from work doing a team building. And so I thought that was great because that is kind of a way that you can build friendships outside of work if you have some control over some budgetary items or whatever um, to be able to really let people let their hair down and have some fun together and build some good camaraderie. That builds huge friendships.
0: Absolutely. And we are going to do the Bet You Can't Escape deal with our I work for him team Woo-hoo! and their spouses and which one are we gonna do Do you think we'll do the murder mystery I, I don't, don't know.
1: know or the one
0: based on inception
1: I don't know I'm not good at video games The video game
0: one is out so that one kind of scares cause, me cause nobody will want Michael miracle be the only he'll hey, be the only he's one. good to he have on do our do team, team yeah but there's so. like five controllers in there okay so you look at first you pray prayer you pray for people, you look ways to pray for them specifically, then you look for ways to pray with them, and you look for ways to serve them over and above your normal workplace uh, requirements, then you look for ways to befriend them outside the office, then you look for ways, be ready to share with you, with your people that you work alongside, people that work for you, work with you, or you work for, t- to share how Christ changed your life. And you could just work this into conversations. It doesn't. You don't have to have a four-part uh, plan in this. Nobody can refute what Christ has done in your life, but you need to be able to share that. So practice it. Write it down a little bit, but practice it. Uh, but you know, one of the major points on the I work for Him nation uh, pledge is that we need to work with excellence. Just what Martha was mm-hmm. talking about at the beginning. We've got to be able to work with excellence. We should be the best. Christ followers across the country should be the best employees any company, any organization has. Period. End of story.
1: Yeah, you know, you think about um, people that just have a mentality mentality of just getting by, of being lazy, of doing half of their work, or letting somebody else pick up the slack. Those are all things that really are a negative reflection on your um, your, reputation. Mora- morale, your oh. reputation your integrity and so therefore it becomes really questionable so people don't necessarily think about that they think well i'll come in a couple minutes later it's no big deal okay well you're
0: people are watching
1: stealing from the company
0: if people We've- know that you're a jesus follower they're watching you like a hawk they want to know is this jesus thing really making a difference in your life and as christ followers remember i've said it i don't know I haven't said it a thousand times. <laughs> if I've there, said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers and employees may ever meet. It is so critical that we are leaving the greatest example. We should be the best employees. And the final point to the I Work Frame Nation we invite you to join it go to iworkforhim.com that's i work, the number 4 him.com and commit to being a change agent in your workplace by doing these things prayer care share work and disciple the final final one's disciple share your life walk life alongside those that need jesus in your that that, that maybe have put their faith in christ take them along a little further in their walk Just invest in people. It's what we do. It's what Jesus did. He fed his life into people. All right. As we're challenging you to join the I Work For Him Nation and join Martha and I in making the commitment to pray for those you work alongside each and every day, start making an impact in your workplace now. Go to iWorkForHim.com. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag.
1: You know, I just think for a lot of people, they've just never even considered these ideas. And so I think that's the thing that's the just so neat about um, joining the nation is giving them the opportunity to think about praying and caring and sharing and work of excellence and discipling.
0: Well, and really that stuff all came from my heart because when I first got exposed, as we talked earlier in the show today at com, mm-hmm. I got exposed to those uh, lessons, I started living out this I work for Am nation thing because that's what seemed like to make what made most sense. It, it started praying with the people I worked with and pray with them and pray specifically for them and caring and sharing. I mean, it was just one of those things that flowed out of my heart. So I think it's from God. Yep. And again, it's not something we're asking anybody to, if you join the nation, you're going to get a gift from us. And Martha posted that on yeah, the web.
1: I go check out our Facebook page to see what it might be.
0: I work for him. All right, we read. We used to open up every show with Romans twelve two. Mm-hmm. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Well, listen, if you're a landscape contractor, the 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 behaviors and customs of that world are very different than the behaviors and customs of what God's world would look like. You know, one thing I've learned here in Florida is that you almost never hire a contractor without getting a personal reference. Why is that? When you know someone who's used them in the past, you almost always get some assurance that the work will be done with quality and that the company will still be around and that they'll actually do what they say they will do. Well, today we go to the world of a commercial landscaper. Ever hired a landscape grounds crew? I mean, somebody that actually does landscape maintenance for your home or your business in Florida. This is a tough job. It's hot here. It's five months of the year. It is ridiculously hot here, with eighty to ninety percent humidity and temperatures in the mid nineties every day. No, re- it, you know, it's it's cool here at night when it gets down to eighty degrees. It's so important that we recognize that commercial landscapers and and, and maintenance guys. They can have a witness, too. Their excellence can be demonstrated in a whole bunch of different ways, and I thought it would be great for you guys to hear from one of our friends and from one of the I Work For Him board of directors, Joel Atkinson, with Atridge Commercial Landscape. You can find out more about him online at atridge.com. Joel Atkinson, welcome to I Work For Him.
2: Thanks, Jim. Happy to be here.
0: I got the website right, atridge.com? Yes. That's great. All right. Okay. So listen, we're gonna have a little fun. I'm gonna ask you really tough questions, and hopefully, hopefully you'll make it through the interview without passing out and dying. You're not driving, right?
2: <laughs> no, sir.
0: Okay. All right. So talk to me. How did you come to be a follower of Jesus?
2: Well, Jim, yeah, from the moment I can remember, my great-grandmother shared the gospel with me, and actually everybody else that she knew or met, and I remember being 10 or 11 years old and, you know, deciding to accept Christ as my personal Savior, but, you know, my life didn't radically change right at that moment. You know, I was a work in progress, and it wasn't until about the last five years when my kids started getting older, and I realized that I needed to do something different. I needed to make a choice, because I either needed to start being all-in for Christ and glorifying Him with my actions, or allow my kids to see me living differently outside of church and the messages that we were both hearing together on Sunday morning or hip- hypocritically telling them to do one thing while I did something else. and uh, That was the point where I really surrendered and that seed my great-grandmother planted where I accepted the Lord uh, became the foundation of uh, how I lived.
0: And your, your grandmother and your grandfather, they ran a bakery, right? Yes. And that was something that you really enjoyed? You really loved working for them in that bakery?
2: Uh, it was my dream and aspiration to run that business. And when they closed it down when I was 12, I was heartbroken. But it, it was probably the best choice for them.
0: So somebody listening today would love to have a guy who's passionate about baked goods and bakery. They could just call you, right? Just look you up online at atridge.com. All right. So when when you hear the Now, we, we, you and I have been talking for a very long time. We've known each other for a number of years now. When you hear the word, I work for him, how does that resonate with you?
2: Well, it... it It actually kind of reminds me of my thought process for all the decisions of my life, you know, including at work, because they're really one and the same. Um, But, you know, when I think about when I'm being confronted with decisions or reflecting on how things are going in my life or being handled, I just always go back to the same thing and ask myself, like, are my actions, are my decisions, are the choices I'm making glorifying the Lord?
0: All right.
1: Well, that's fabulous. I I'm sorry, I, went, I was I was deep in thought on that one. So, I so with that, then when did you realize that um, your faith really was supposed to impact what you're doing as a commercial landscaper and a maintenance professional? You know, because in your um, you know a lot of your competitors probably don't have the same standards that you do. So, how do you connect your faith to that those the standards that you set out?
2: Well. It's kind of interesting because, uh, you know, the Lord must have wanted me to get this message because I heard it like three times over a few-year period. You know, first I heard uh, somebody on the radio in the morning talking about no matter what position you work at, work, whether you're the top of the organization or entry level, that your work should be done to glorify the Lord. And, and then I, I heard a similar message at church. Uh pastor was doing a message and talking about... Uh, I'll be in the light at our workplace. Sometimes we may be the only Jesus anyone ever sees. Um, But then when I started getting to know you guys and listening to your show, that was the final straw. You know, like when I was hit with that two-by-four, I mean the third time, that the Lord really wanted me to get this message. And I had one of these moments where I was like, oh, hmm, who am I really working for? You know, am I really working for the glory of the Lord? and it just kind of all came together and clicked that that's what i needed to be doing and when i did that you know it it just really i started getting engaged with thinking about you know my employees what they might be going through their families the struggles they may have and the same for my clients suppliers colleagues anyone i came into contact with just always started really just thinking a little bit deeper about what they might be experiencing
0: so if you were to pinpoint one major thing in your business that, that you could say, I am doing this differently because of my faith in Jesus Christ, what would that one thing be?
2: I strive for all of my actions to glorify the Lord.
0: Okay. Okay. So, can you give me an example of what that might look like, though? Okay, because you're, you're dealing with customers, you're dealing with vendors, you're dealing with suppliers, you're dealing with employees. Can you give us one example of, uh, of something that you know? Get, do a compare contrast for us, Joel. Uh, of before before Jesus, Joel before Jesus started impacting Joel's business at Ridge Landscape, and today, what wh- what that look like? Give me a compare and contrast.
2: Um, probably beforehand, um, I may let guys go without considering circumstances or things that may be going on in their life. If they were late more than once, I, I just was a stickler about tardiness, so I'd let them go. Um, it wasn't until I really started becoming interested in what might actually be going on in their lives to kind of dig a little deeper to find out what might be going on behind the scenes to cause them to be late. Um, that I started considering that stuff and the way that I interacted with my people. I've always been pretty honest and fair. Go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. You've always been pretty honest and fair.
2: With with my employees, but I probably um, was much more by my way rather than um, praying about decisions, especially if it was going to impact somebody um, where they may not be working with us anymore or especially if it was going to impact somebody with their finances on a project that we're working on um, that I really consider everything that's going on and um, how I can best impact that for them.
0: So how many employees do you have?
2: We have 13 right now.
0: Alright, 13 employees. So if we were to do a poll and poll your employees and ask them, hey, how does Joel Atkinson's faith impact the work environment that they work within at At Ridge, what do you think they would say?
2: Uh, they, they would tell you that it's, it's a safe place to work and that I am honest, fair, and treat them with respect always.
0: Hmm. That's pretty powerful. Because in, in your world, that's not really the standard for how uh, landscapers tend to treat their people. Isn't that true?
2: Uh, yeah, correct.
0: All right, so... What are you doing, and this is this is one of those push-pressure kind of questions from Jim at I Work For Him, what are you doing to feed your people spiritually?
2: Well, I wouldn't expect anything less than a pushy question like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I just hope that they see something different in me by the way that I treat and interact with them. You know, I'm, I'm probably a, a little less bold and, uh, and mm-hmm. weak in the evangelism department. But I do pray every morning that every single person that I come into contact with every single day, from my staff to my customers to my neighbors, to the people I bump in at the grocery store, whoever it is, that they would see the light of Christ in me.
1: Well, that's a pretty bold prayer right there. So, as much as you're saying, you know, you may not feel like you're bold um, in some aspects, you're being very bold in your prayer. And uh, I just pray that God continues to honor that in your life.
0: So, what Joel, tell me, what, what does excellence look like to you? I mean, because we've talked a lot about how excellence is so important for Christ followers to demonstrate in their work. How does your excellence at At Ridge Commercial Landscape, how does that make a difference? I mean, how does excellence set you apart?
2: Um, well, and, and I think we've got to look at how we're defining excellence because, to, to me, mm-hmm. um, I've shifted my focus um, to, to be much more on Back to what I had said before, glorifying the Lord. You know, so sometimes, you know, excellence in the marketplace might be uh, a high profit job, but we, we may need to adjust some profit to make the right decision, you know, make the right choice, and do the right thing. Um, so, so to me, just treating our clients fairly and openly and honestly is where I feel like we're at the excellence level.
0: Joel, who's a perfect client for AtRidge?
2: Um, that that same person that wants to be treated fairly and dealt with openly and honestly and that desires to have their work done professionally and properly.
0: And we're talking commercially, though. We're talking businesses, organizations, right?
2: Uh, if it comes to cutting the grass, yes. If it's design and installation of landscape or irrigation, we do residential or commercial.
0: Joel Atkinson with At Ridge Commercial Landscape. Thank you so much for coming on iWork for him. Thanks for sharing a little of your story. Really appreciate it, Joel. Have a great day.
2: Thanks for having me. Thanks, Joel.
0: Well, what a great conversation that was with Joel Atkinson, just yeah, sharing I, a story.
1: I hope that it's an encouragement to people that, you know, in all industries, in all uh, trades, in all walks of life, um, doing what you do for the glory of God can really impact how you walk that out, how you treat your customers and employees and vendors and um, even, you know, your suppliers, whatever it might be, that um, doing that with that focus, that's huge.
0: It's a monstrous. I just love that. All right. Speaking of that, let's let's do a speaking couple of...
1: of or speaking of monstrous or
0: speaking of Speaking of monstrous things that are going on, we got some big things to share. We, we some, do? Yes, we do. First of all, this week, On the twenty fifth of January, we're going to be on location in Sarasota, Florida, at Aqua Plumbing and Air. Yes, so in front of a live
1: little jingle
0: for those that for those of you not listening to the podcast, those who listen to the rebroadcast or to the live show, you're hearing the Aqua Plumbing and Air commercials. They've been a big supporter of ours for almost a year now. We're going on location uh, where they're going to host our show in a room where we're going to have live audience, and then we're going to do a vision meeting. Hey, where's I work for him going? And we want to share it with people to get people to come alongside of us. We're doing that at Aqua Plumbing and Air on Thursday, the twenty-fifth, three o'clock. The show, four thirty for the vision meeting, and we'll have light hors d'oeuvres or something like that. Uh, I, what are we having? Yes, it, light having hors d'oeuvres, snacks. Snacks. I wouldn't
1: call them hors d'oeuvres because you know we're they're traveling snacks. down there, so they're not going to be like cooked things that i you know have that to be heated go, up okay. but we would love for people to join yes, the live studio li- audience if How you're listening fun south of the bay be? and you
0: want to jump to sarasota it's easy but if you're listening in tampa you certainly are welcome to come jump down there and aqua plumbing Air is an amazing company
1: yes and we um, would like to get to know that area of tampa bay better so we thought what better way to do that than to be on location give skip stanton the opportunity to host more people in their meeting room. right,
0: right. And, and you know you Everybody listening in Tampa Bay need to understand our signal goes all the way down to North Fort Myers and almost to South Ocala and almost all the way to Disney. Uh, so really a big signal. And so we get a lot of people listening from all over the place. And we love to hear from you, our listeners, because on iHeartRadio, again, we reach around the world. However you're listening to us, just know that we're always just an email away. Jim at iWorkForHim.com or Martha at iWorkForHim.com.
1: Yeah, so just talking about all the way around the world, and we just got finished talking about the um, I Work for Him Nation covenant. You know, recently I plotted out where all the people that have joined the nation are from, and I only plotted the United States. But we've had people in India and in other countries join, and we've actually sent them the same item that the people here in uh, more locally receive and so that's been a lot of fun
0: and we've got of course I have that. to go to the
1: post office to make sure I get the address proper
0: the address proper and the postage proper yes for sure. okay so here is the big news Michael you got a drum roll for us there buddy okay
1: <laughs> you can make you one can pretend
0: <laughs> okay there we go very nice very nice all right so we Starting on the 19th of February, we will be adding additional shows in Jacksonville, Florida. At 2 o'clock in the afternoon and at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, iWorkframe will be broadcasting on the air in Jacksonville, Florida, which will reach from just south of Savannah, Georgia, to just north of uh, St. Augustine and inland a little wa- little ways. We'll be on the truth and the biz. So the truth is uh, uh, FM or yeah FM ninety one seven, ninety one nine, and ninety one three. And on the biz, we'll be on at five o'clock in the afternoon. We we will be on at drive time on a business station, which is what the Lord has been telling us to do. That that business station is one hundred point three the and online at 100.3 and AM 1600. So we got really exciting because we really believe the Lord wants us to help continue to spread the message that our workplace is our mission field and that you and me, we've been, we're, we've been sent out into the mission field of the workplace, no matter what that workplace looks like to be Jesus, because people aren't going to church 80 plus percent of the United States of America doesn't go to church. So we got to bring church to them. We got to, we got to bring Jesus to where they are. So that's pretty exciting going on in Jacksonville. We're going to do part of Jacksonville is going to be eventually it'll all be the same show, but we are going to do a city by city nationwide focus this year, where we're going to take weeks of the year and do a whole focus on cities. And so we're going to do that in Jacksonville. We're going to do that in uh, Dallas, Nashville, Chicago, Atlanta, San Antonio, Orange County, California, Modesto, California, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm hoping Minneapolis, Minnesota, so we get a chance to spend some time back home. We got some, we got some people listening that can help us arrange some great interviews up there. Uh, so what we're but we're going to do a week on the air all about what's the Lord doing in those cities and then hopefully some road time with those people as well.
1: Of course. So, um, you know, I was just thinking about the fact that we could call that something fun, like a virtual city tour. Because the point is, is that we are still um going to continue to broadcast here in Tampa. And our Absolutely. prayer is that God will open up stations all over the country. But in the meantime, it is really important that people understand that there are neat things happening all over the world. And to be able to hear those stories from a With a different Southern drawl or with a New England accent, you know, knowing that those are people from different parts of our country. Or we
0: get the lady from North Dakota who just joined the I Work for Him Nation, eh?
1: Yes. I am not pretending to do any. Accents. I am not allowed. And I don't, I want everybody to know how much self control that just took for me Did to it? not get a? sucked in because then I would have sounded horrible and everybody'd be like, right. what? So we're we're you doing? excited.
0: So, but if you want to participate in what iWorkFram is doing around the country, you can always check us out on the web, com. Your donation dollars will go to support that mission of making sure everybody in the country that's a Christ follower understands that their workplace really is a mission field. Speaking of mission, I read a book this weekend by one of our local guest host favorites, Mark Graham with CBMC. He wrote a book about personal mission statements, and I finished that this weekend, which is kind of embarrassing because he gave it to me several months ago, but I finally got to it. And uh, I just—that's something that you don't hear a lot. A lot of businesses talk about we have a mission statement. A lot of organizations talk about we have a mission statement. This is what this is what we're all about. Um, but a lot of times, we as Christ followers don't have a personal mission statement, like what, why are we here? What's our identity? What's our destiny? What's our assignment? Which is what identity and destiny helps a lot of people with, which we've talked about that well over two dozen times. But what is our personal, personal mission statement? You know, I, I read, I look at those words that God gave me on September 3rd, 2013, purposely equipping Christ followers to be vibrantly effective in their workplace. That's really my personal mission statement because that's really what is on my heart is to is to help equip which is disciple Christ followers to be vibrantly effective so so effective that people just they feel Jesus in people. That's my personal mission statement. What's yours?
1: Well, I didn't read the book yet, so I haven't necessarily written one. <laughs>
0: I, I mean, didn't I tell Martha was going to answer I that have question. my
1: assignment that I um, did with Identity and Destiny, but I'd be curious. But I think you're exactly right. One of the things that, um, you know, a lot of people don't, aren't visionaries, aren't looking long-term, aren't setting goals for themselves in their own life, in their marriage, in their family. Um, so being more intentional with those things, but in this, with this perspective of a spiritual perspective and saying lord what do you want what is it that you've called me to do what is the mission that i'm supposed to fulfill because wherever god has us in our vocation he has um a plan for that to use it well and to steward we steward our time just as much as we do our money and so stewarding our the talents well is something God calls all of us to do. Well,
0: if you were to guess what your personal mission statement is, based on how you've seen the Lord work in your life since you were eight years old when you gave your life to Christ, what would, what do you where do you see that God, his mission has been for you all along?
1: Um, to encourage people in their daily pursuit of their relationship with God and with others, and, something and like that.
0: For you, it's also, and to help the details be complete because you're a detail person. You love to tidy up all the details. So you're de-
1: tidy would definitely be a word. in my. It, would, it definitely <laughs> would. I
0: mean, I'm here to tidy up the details in your life. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, That's for sure. Okay. So this, this book by Mark Graham, it was just a great one. And if you want to get a copy, uh, I am sure that I can uh, just email me and I'll send you a copy of the book so you can get it off of Amazon. Or is,
1: yeah. Is it, you could, they can probably Google it.
0: They probably can. Um, so, Speaking of book highlight sponsors, we are going to have a new book highlight sponsor starting on the 1st of February. So, so we'll start giving away books again in another week and a half, just another yes. week.
1: So, for all of you that have been missing that element as much as we have, we are looking forward to continuing to be able to resource you with some great um, books. And we're so thankful to have somebody coming alongside.
0: All right, so we covered talking about excellence. We talked about the I Work For Him nation. We got to hear from Joel Atkinson from Atridge Commercial Landscape about his story and how Jesus is making an impact. And we talked about our expansion into Jacksonville and, and really the growing of the I Work For Him uh, mission and our personal mission. Statements. We covered a lot of ground today. Woo,
1: I'm ready for a nap.
0: If you, There'll be no naps. But it's been a fun show, and I love you. You're the greatest wife ever.
1: Mm, love you too, baby.
0: You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Jesus came to set us free, and we are free indeed. Those we work alongside need to know about that freedom. We love our God. We love those we work alongside, and we say in union, I, I work, work for Him. him.